Good morning and welcome to another Good Morning Thailand. Jay and Natty back next week, but today we've got a lot to talk about, including some changes possibly to the TM6 form. That's that damn form we have to fill out on the plane before we arrive in Thailand. Also some updates on the Phuket light rail. Will that ever happen? And plenty to talk about in regards to the big announcements that we expect this Friday from the double CSA. All coming up today on Good Morning Thailand. Could you please take a moment to click the like and subscribe button? It helps us way more than you know. And good morning, welcome to Good Morning Thailand. It's Wednesday and we're very happy to have you live from our studios in Bangkok. And today I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by two handsome young gentlemen. We've got Friso Poldovart sitting right next to me. Hi Friso. Morning. And uh, right down the end there, the uh, other handsome gentleman, Greg Lang. Hi. Good morning, Tim. <laughs> I hope you're going to say more than that. So uh, these two gentlemen, these two very fine gentlemen, you may have uh, seen them before. We've been following their progress, uh, particularly in the early days. Uh, they established the Bangkok Community Help Foundation, and they were going out and helping people who were impoverished and were really sort of stuck in a bad place and sort of fell through the cracks of the system during the uh, the, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic or the, the response to it here in Thailand. So uh, we're going to have a talk very soon about uh, some of your later work because you know obviously the immediate catastrophe is sort of waning and uh, you're sort of moving on to some other projects. So we'll have a talk about that in just a moment. I'm just going to say gentlemen we're also going to be talking about uh, the TM6 form. Now, at the back of every foreigner's passport, there'll be nailed that blue and white stub, which is from their uh, TM6 form that they fill out. So we're going to be talking about some possible changes to that today. Also, the Phuket Light Rail project, we've got an update on that. Uh, an inflation update, we were talking about this a lot yesterday, and I'm sure you've got some examples of what you've noticed with inflation. Uh, Kun Anaton, our very good friend, uh, the Public Health Minister, and uh, he's been on the rampage the last few days. We're talking about the C word, okay? We can't say it. So we're talking about the C word and some of the latest fallout from the decision last week. Uh, where are the tourists coming from at the moment? Uh, Greg, you work in a, a few businesses here in Bangkok. I'm sure you'll have a comment there. And also the Thai Baht. A lot of people saying, oh, the Thai Baht is uh, crashing at the moment. Well, it's really only strong against, uh, it's only uh, weak against one particular currency. So we're going to go through some of the currencies and have a look at uh, where that situation is. That's all the stuff we've got to uh, cover. Thanks very much to the Regent International School in Patia for being sponsors of the program. All right, guys, when you came, when did you arrive last in Bangkok? When did you? Two months ago. Oh, two months ago? How about you, Greg? November 2019. Okay. And right before COVID. Just before COVID. Yeah. So you're a bit like me. You haven't left the country since. Yeah. Um, you got this in the back of your passport? Yes, I do. I hope so. It's always, when they walk around the aircraft, handing them out, I'm always thinking, has everybody got a pen yeah. in their bag ready to <laughs> fill it out? And usually it's, I, I'm the first to say to the, uh, the attendant, have you got a pen, right. please? Because <laughs> I never have. And they must be walking around with 18,000 pens. Or you do it when you arrive and you sort of rushing to immigration yeah, and you right. get to the, uh, the front of the line and they Been go, there, where's that. your TM6? <laughs> uh, over you go, go, go to the counter. <laughs> but they're talking about waiving the TM6. Fantastic news. At least temporarily. Now, this is just a proposal at the moment. It may or may not be announced uh, when they're having their meeting on Thursday or Friday this week for the Thailand Pass, face masks, all that stuff. Uh, so they looks like they're going to be talking about this as well. You think it's a good idea, though, Greg? Yes. Why? I think it's 1986. I mean, they have your information in the computer already. Um, so, I mean... They know how many times you've come to Thailand. They have your nice little picture every time you've arrived. 
even going back 15, 20 years ago, if yeah. you were here then. So, I mean, what's the purpose for it? I mean, there is no purpose. If you happen to lose it, you have to go to the police department, oh, yeah. and then you have to report it lost or stolen or whatever, right? If and you, you lose that, yeah. you're in For all sorts of trouble. It's a big problem. Yeah, it's a big problem to get out of the country right. without it. So um, at the moment, we've got the, the, the Thailand pass. I think the thinking is that we're sort of duplicating some of the information. But they were saying... The reason they want to waive it at the moment is because of all the traffic coming back to Thailand. Well, I was checking the other day and there's only about like 10 to 15 percent of the amount of foreigners arriving in Thailand at the moment compared to the year 2019. Are you noticing a lot of extra people, Friso? Yeah, actually, yeah. But it's probably because we've been so so used to not seeing anyone. <laughs> oh, there's a right? foreigner! Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I live on Soy Sukhumvit, and it, like, when the tourists come back, it's like, wow, you know, a wild tourist appeared, right? You see them with their bags. So it's very nice to see, actually. So I, th I, think, I think that's why it's almost like an optical illusion. It's like, wow, there are tourists again. Sure. Uh, I didn't know the numbers were that low. I thought it was much, much Yeah, more. I think I so too. Much more. I, it's numbers that I saw that uh, said that it was higher. So maybe it's a different audience. You're running a business, uh, by the way, Sun... Sunrise Tacos. Sunrise Tacos. Yeah. If you want a bit of Mexican whilst you're in Bangkok. Yeah, come all the way to Bangkok for the best tacos. Yeah, absolutely. You wrote to me the other day and you said, yeah, guess where I'm at. That's right. <laughs> It's right I, up the road here. I go the there locations. often. Terminal 21 is right. uh, my favorite uh, hangout for but Sunrise Tacos. That Terminal 21 location is the best barometer of uh, tourists. And it, the other night, it was absolutely packed. There was a long waiting line, about 30 minutes. So, you know. Uh, People waiting 30 minutes to get a taco. Really? Oh, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. No. But the, but the actual thing is, definitely, there's a lot more tourists in town. Okay. Look at look at the uh, roads, how busy they are. So, yeah. Well, I, see let, I don't think the tour, the, uh, the well, roads have been yeah. unbusy even in, over the past couple of years. Well, a year ago, we used to zip around town. We can tell you stories uh, that, uh, yeah. yeah. It, those were the kind of, those were the bad times and the good times. It was a great time to get around town then. I think my problem with this possible waiver is that there's going to be somebody who's going to arrive if they waive the TM6. It hasn't been decided at the moment. If they then go to immigration to, say, upgrade to a B visa, they're going to go there and the immigration are going to say, oh, we need a photocopy of your front page, also a photocopy of your TM6. Oh, I came into Thailand when I didn't have to get a TM6. Oh, really? Um, I, and I can see all sorts of problems for, uh, for people. So I'm not sure if it's going to be quite as simple. But their reason for actually waiving it, it doesn't sound sound to me. If they're saying that they're doing it because they, they can't handle the number of tourists. Or if they do, it means to me that they're going to keep the Thailand pass. I was at the airport two days ago to pick up my son. The airport was pretty busy. So it's coming. It's right. happening. So oh yeah, the people are coming back. It doesn't require a lot yeah. of time to take the, the... I don't know what they do with the form. I mean, if you think about all those forms, that's, I mean, what they hate is that's 40 million of those. Right? We always talked about Where that. Where are they? Where are those forms? It's in a warehouse. They <laughs> actually... Yeah. Do you remember the film Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. <laughs> the last scene where the camera pans out that huge warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one of those somewhere in Thailand where it's full of paper. Yeah, yeah that is never going to be seen again, right, including right. millions and millions and millions of TM6 cards. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, by the way, we've got Carmel here. Hi, Carmel. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Hey. Carmel, <laughs> don't encourage her. Uh, <laughs> Carmel, our voice of God, she'll be attending to your comments. Just put your hand up any time during the other uh, program, Carmel, sure. and we'll address people's comments. And thank you to all those people who are watching us live online got uh, Friso and we've got Greg joining us today, uh, both outstanding gentlemen. And we're going to have a talk now about some of the amazing work that you've done, some of which we've covered on uh, videos on the Tiger. So I, I was mentioning that a lot of the work that you've done with uh, the, like the, uh, I can't remember the, the, the name of the, the, the slum area. 
Plong Toy. Plong Toy. Plong Toy. Which is uh, just one side of Sukhumvit. A lot of people think Sukhumvit is just like the the high so area of Bangkok. Well, there's just one little section of it, Klong Toy, mm. that is anything but high so. And you spend a lot of time uh, feeding those people and looking after them, uh, not just feeding them, but also <clears throat> a lot of their welfare needs as well. Right. So what are you guys doing uh, now, Greg? Uh, well, actually in the Klong Toy area, uh, we just had a kid's day uh, uh, two weeks ago and a week before that, where well, we handed out a lot of secondhand clothes and also the uh, toys, donuts and cookies and apples and milk, Tacos. diapers. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, over 500 kids came and then the adults for the clothes. And uh, that went over very, very well. So we've done that. But uh, actually, what we're focusing right now is homeless. Uh, there's been a number of uh, people even been talking about the number of homeless around the democracy monument. And so we make 500 meals a day. We've been doing that since May 1st. And uh, we go and we hand it out around 2.30 every uh, day. So uh, we arrive That's around, around 2.40, 2.50. Democracy monument. Right. Yeah. It's or victory monument. Democracy. Oh, democracy so monument. The really? That's where they all hang out at, yeah. The Ratakosan Island, which right. is also seen as fairly high so area of uh, Bangkok. Mm. Yeah, no, it's uh, completely it's right off of, uh, deserted, basically. Yeah, wow. you'll see a lot of people sleeping there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's 300, 400. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll see, and, and it's a lot of the same people, day in, day out. So uh, we've been doing a lot of, uh, and they really, really appreciate it. And uh, uh, they all have stories, and the same story over and over again that most of them are elderly and uh, they just don't have the income so they hang out that's the place to be known if you're homeless and you want to get fed to go and that's where they hang out at and so we do that and uh, uh, well there's so much uh, other things that we do what was the other thing you got a lot of individual fire engine my birthday was just the other day and so one of the things we did, because one of the communities asked, because uh, their, uh, their fire pump broke, and they said, could you replace it? And we also need some uniforms be, to, to fight the fire. And we've seen five, six, seven instances where there's a big fire and it destroys 70, 80 homes. And so it's very, very important because a lot of these communities are unregistered to get, to have the fire pump there and uh, the proper equipment to uh, get the fire out as fast as possible. So uh, I, we asked for 200,000 baht and we did around 240,000 where I said instead of a birthday present, so I never, I don't think I ever got 240,000 baht for my <laughs> birthday, but people uh, was very, very We're generous donate, and they yeah. uh, donated. So that was very, very good. There's yeah. a lot of these little uh, projects that you probably, they're not going to make headlines in the, the newspapers, but they're such yeah. important little projects to uh, smaller independent communities yeah. here in Bangkok. What are some other ones that you've been working on, Friso? Well, we are, we, are, we are inside the communities a lot now, so we're building houses for families. Uh, recently, we just tore down a house of a family living in, well, probably one of the worst conditions you can ever imagine. And it's like exactly like you say, you have Klong Tai, which is Sukhumvit, which is like, you know, the richest area in Bangkok, basically. Fancy condos, right, big fancy, shopping centers. Right, right, you know, and the car dealerships and, you know, right beside of it, you have these communities where People live in absolute poverty. Squalor. Yeah, really, really. I mean, kids living on garbage, literally. I mean, it's 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 really, really bad. And we find these these places, and we we go in and we 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 help. So it's a lot of individual cases right now. We help, you know, mothers with babies. You know, they cannot afford the milk. They cannot afford the diapers. We go and help them that way. Do a lot of education too, because that's obviously the long-term uh, solution for everything. Try to get the kids to learn something, learn English, you know, to get creative, so they are able to get out of this situation. I remember a couple of uh, months ago, probably six months ago, you took me to uh, some right. uh, some shacks that they were just ramshackle right, and right. Um, showing me where some of the people were living, mm. and I was sort of walking across these bits of 
what was probably somebody's home at one stage. Mm. And Craig said, I oh, don't mind, there's about three cobras there from right. Nodestand here. I said, I don't do cobras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah. I don't do cobras. Yeah. 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 We're eating all the cats. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, there was a, a shortage of cats around there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, amazing projects. Let's uh, just mention for the people that would like to find out more or even potentially donate, yeah. what's your website? So, it's bangkokcommunityhelp.com. You can Bangkok find us. Bangkokcommunityhelp.com. Yeah. Then Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bangkok Community Help. Okay. People yeah, to donate. It's a great way to. Do to, it too. To Just put in Bangkok yeah, community. Yeah. And also, if people are interested to volunteer, this is also very important. Anybody is welcome. If you have, you don't need any skills. If you have skills, perfect. We have three Just houses to help. build. Right. Uh, actually, it was his birthday on May 30th, and yeah. uh, so his wish was to build a house for uh, uh, in lock four, five, six. And uh, your wish was granted. And now we Same need workers way. to. Uh, to actually, know, do it. Yeah, yeah, to actually yeah, build. Yeah. So. So, this is so, so the way. the work of Bangkok Community Help has sort of deepened and widened mm. since you were just doing like food handouts uh, in the early days. Yeah. So it's really good to see that you have evolved and moved forward. Uh, a properly fully registered charity. Absolutely. Uh, and it's also got a lot of support from uh, the Thai politicians. I remember last time we were down there, we got one of the handouts and uh, the uh, all the local aspiring politicians were there Correct. happily shaking hands and things and <laughs> sort of uh, pumping out their chest. <laughs> it was it's quite the funny. Theater. It's the, the, the law of the land. Sure. Oh. But well done. We to, love Thailand. Uh, sure. <laughs> well done to both of you and congratulations you. on your great work. Uh, do you want to have a quick break, Chai? Then we'll come back and we'll have a talk about the, uh, the value of the Thai baht, which affects us all in different ways. So uh, you're watching Good Morning Thailand. Tim? Friso and Greg, we're Carmel and Chai. We'll be back right after this break. At Regents International School Patia, we are really excited to be introducing the A-level programme alongside the International Baccalaureate Diploma Programme. We are offering these two programmes really to prepare students best for university wherever they choose to go in the world. <laughs> and welcome back to Good morning, Thailand, and uh, Jet is back today, by the way, uh, on Thailand News Today, which comes out at 6pm Thai time every single night. And tomorrow uh, and Friday, Jet is joining me in the studio for Good Morning, Thailand. And tomorrow we've got uh, one lawyer, and then on Friday we've got another lawyer joining us. So uh, pretty interesting because... Uh, Jet and I can be pretty fiery and then throw a lawyer in the middle. It could be some interesting <laughs> programs. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, talking about the value of the Thai baht. Mm. Have you sort of heard this, I suppose, this myth around that the, the Thai baht is crashing and, uh, or contrary to that, that the Thai baht is rising? What, what, what have you been hearing uh, on the streets about the, the Thai baht, Friso? What I've been hearing is, I think, is that the Bank of Thailand is just trying to keep it as 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 strong as they can, right? That's always been the. So I don't know what uh, what I think people, you know, abroad that are coming, they they're probably really counting and looking. Of course. I remember first time coming to Thailand. It was uh, 59 baht for a euro, 2008, I think 2009. Got some bad news for Those you. Those were the days. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I see some numbers there, they, they don't look good, yeah. Sure, with the Australian dollar, when I first came to Thailand in uh, 2000, 22 years ago, we were getting about 33, 34 baht to the dollar. Well, those days are long gone mm, as well. Right. But the gentleman down the end is the big winner in this current uh, discussion, because Greg, you're from the US. Right. And uh, the US has uh, hit an all-time high. The US dollar is now over 35 baht Right. Per US dollar. Well, when I first came here in 2001, uh, we're all talking about our war stories when we yeah. first arrived. It was 43. <laughs> it was 43 to one. Oh, and, really? Yeah, 43 to one. Wow. So it's not really that far off. I mean, 35, 36. Well, you know, I've obviously gone down to 30. Yes. And now it's back to 35, 36. But, yeah. You know. 
So when people say that the uh, Thai baht is crashing against the US dollar, it's actually the Thai bahts remained relatively stable. Mm. So the US dollar has been going up so much over the past six mm. months. A lot of theories out there in the financial markets as to why that's happening. Uh, some people saying that it's to do with the, uh, the r slow rise of the interest rates there. Other people saying uh, that it's because of the problems in the stock market in the US at the moment, uh, because of uh, crypto crashing, that it's sort of uh, perceived as some sort of safe haven. What, any quick theories? We're not experts, by the way. Everybody's got a theory. Greg? Well, inflation is sky high, and it just uh, the CPI number came in last Friday, and there's no four percent. There is no way to sugarcoat it. It was a disaster. It was absolutely thing, and it created a shock wave through the financial uh, arena, and uh, it's continuing. And uh, but the, the you know the Fed has lost control of the plot. And so they're going to have no choice but to try to increase interest rates. Today is one of them. Uh, the talk is what, 0.5, uh, that they're half a basis point. And it could go all the way to one full basis point. So uh, yeah, there's going to be more shock waves coming out today as well. And you know, the markets are factoring in all the way to the end of the year, uh, more interest rates hike at least a half a basis point. You and I are old enough to remember, Friso is far too young, uh, but you and I are old enough to remember when interest rates in the, like the mid-70s, they were up, uh, I remember, 18, 20%. Exactly. Uh, so the interest rates are very, very low at the moment uh, compared to those days when there was also an, an inflation problem. Anyway, I'm sure you've all got your theories. You know, Carmel will probably be reading some of them out. Have you got a few responses? Oh, we'll actually, we've got five charts, uh, which we'll go to after we've had some responses from uh, from Carmel. Oh, sorry. Um, there was only one comment so far that I could pick out. It was from Ryan Bishop. He said Americans are only winners if they have uh, American income, USD income. Well, that's a very good point. All my income is here in uh, Thailand, right? So, a lot of money in tacos. You're doing we okay. did our did. We did okay, even during COVID. Uh, deliveries is uh, the yes, key. Yes, yeah, so, sure. Yeah, a lot of people at home get the munchies, especially now. We'll get to that. <laughs> don't a, mention the word. Just don't mention the word. <laughs> what a bridge. I love it. It's so good. Chai, let's, um, moving right along. Chai, let's have a go to the charts. The first one is the Australian dollar. Just uh, th these charts are from XE.com which I've usually found very reliable. And you can see the Australian dollar, all these charts we've got are over the past 12 months, gentlemen. And it's been up and down, but uh, currently 24.2 baht. It's been around 23, 24 baht over uh, the, uh, the past year. The next chart we've got is the US dollar. And you can see that's also been up and down, but last year it was 31 baht to the dollar. Now it's just over 35 baht to the dollar. The next uh, chart we've got is the pound, the British pound, and it's dropped. I mean, last year it was 46, and now it's down to 42 baht to the pound. So, uh, yeah, they're getting the opposite situation to uh, US citizens. Uh, just checking the next chart, which is the Chinese yuan, and it's uh, increased. Last year it was 4.8%, now 5.2%. Uh, the thing is, that the Chinese can't come and enjoy that in right. Thailand at the moment because right. they're, they're not coming back right now. They're a right. bit busy, as are the Russians. When they open those doors, though, wow, they're going to be flocking to Thailand. When is that going to happen? That's the big question. Yeah. You know, a lot of my uh, friends in Europe are saying, hey, come and visit us because now it's busy, but wait till the Chinese come, you know. So this is a very good point. You know, come to Thailand now. Do Chinese so. like tacos? They do, absolutely. Just do. checking. Yeah, they do. Uh, and well, you're speaking about Europe. So the last chart we've got, Chai, is the uh, the euro. That is down from last year. It was 37 baht to the euro, and now it's 36.6. Hasn't dropped a lot. It's been up and down as well, but it's uh, been well fairly stable over the past 12 months. Right. Up and down uh, a little bit. So that's the uh, the situation with the Thai baht. Gentlemen, uh, when were you last in Phuket? Months ago. A month. Wow. Okay. I Had would it have been uh, two years ago. 
Okay. How did you get around when you were in Phuket? Hire a car? Walk? I rent a car, yeah. Rent a yeah, car? Sweet, I, yeah. I took a taxi, you know, and obviously the taxis are always, uh, you know, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit iffy there. <laughs> so what's the political Expensive? Yeah. Expensive, much more than Bangkok. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I uh, estimate, I mean, we've done a lot of research over the years that the Bangkok, the Phuket taxis are about three to four times the cost of a taxi in Bangkok. I believe it. Yeah. Which is uh, clearly ridiculous, and we've gone over the reasons for that many times. They always talk about uh, changing that, right? To lock in, but they can't really control those guys. Meters? They? There's no such thing as meters in Phuket yeah. taxis. They all. It must be the humidity down there that stops them <laughs> from the working. <laughs> They've got an update on a thing called the Phuket Light Rail. This, this project's been hanging around for about a ye- uh, 10 years. The idea being that Phuket doesn't have a mass rapid transport like uh, we have in Bangkok. Right. And a lot of, or just about all Asian cities now have got some sort of form of uh, sort of uh, elevated or um, public, fast public transport. So they've talked about this, but the problem in Phuket is that most of the tourists, the hotspots, are along the, the west coast, which is all beaches and cliffs and up and down and around we go. I mean, it's very picturesque, but it's not very uh, public transport friendly when it comes to putting in a sort of a flat light rail. So they proposed that they'd put it right down the middle of the island. Right on uh, the route is called Tepkasat 3 Road, which is basically the, the north-south route that goes uh, pretty much from the top of the island down uh, through Phuket Town on the east coast and then meanders down uh, past Chelong and down to Rawai. So the problem is that that road is maybe four lanes wide in some places, maybe six lanes in some places, but the work it's going to take to put any form of public transport down the middle of that road is going to really, really disrupt the main, right. the main and only artery to taking people from north to south. At the moment, they're just about to decide whether they're going to use a tram, which goes like steel wheels on the, the, the tracks, or the one they're favouring is rubber-wheeled automatic buses. Mm. They're popular in Europe, and they've actually got a couple of these, I noticed, um, travelling to the Icon Siam shopping centre. They've got a rubber-wheeled, it follows a track, a rubber-wheeled sort of bus. That There's no driver. It's a bit funny, you sort of walk to the front and there's just a big window. Where's the driver? But it's all automatic. Right. So they're talking about this because uh, apparently kind of popular in the United States. Right. Yeah, right. Las Vegas, Atlanta. I've seen Miami. Yeah. So driverless buses. Right. Okay. Exactly. All right. So uh, yeah, I've always said that this project is a big white elephant because the locals, um, who basically have got a Honda Wave and they go point to point, right. for them to change their habits to drive to a station to pay the cost of the the fare and then get another motorbike taxi at the other end i mean that's going to be a big change and an increased cost Mm. i just don't see what the convenience is anyway that's the latest on the light rail um do you have anything to say about that well Well. (laughs) i mean you know the root cause obviously is is, humongous this, this taxi this taxi problem which if they could just address that instead of building, I don't know how many billion baht they are putting in bu- budget for this, but it's probably a lot. Funny you should ask. Uh, um, 17 billion there. The low end, it, would, it would cost 17 billion less to have the driverless rubber-wheeled buses, yeah. which would be down from the initial cost, uh, which was 33 yeah. billion baht yeah. to build the, um, the, you know, the tram. Right, plus the you know the amount of time spent on construction, oh. plus the amount of time people have to sort of we know, went through live hell with that, when they were building one, two, one, two, three, four, four. I think I count four underpasses. Mm, yeah, we went through absolute hell living <laughs> on the island, and I kept moving to try and avoid these wow, uh, the, wow. these constructions because they disrupted the whole area for up to two years. Yeah. When they're putting them in, this light rail will just be a whole different level of disruption. I wonder if they could subsidize the uh, taxi drivers somehow to enforce it. And it seems it would be cheaper. There you I mean, go. Th- th- that is a really smart idea. Yeah. Greg for president. 
There you go. Um, uh, tacos for everyone. <laughs> free. <laughs> Uh, That's my campaign. I got it. Let's have a, we're going to have a, a bit of an inflation update. We've been talking about this this week. Oh, anything to say about the uh, that? There's Carmel sitting there just, just touching up her makeup. Well, no. I mean, I, I was staying quiet because I didn't want to disrupt the conversation either. But um, when you talked about the plan for making... There was a whole video that you showed right of like trans for transportation yes tony the tiger 86 that said that i'm sure taxi mafia will block the train in the middle of the track yeah how <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see how the very powerful taxi and tuk tuk right, mafia yeah. in phuket do uh interface with this uh this new proposal yeah. okay there is one more though adventures foreign and domestic Ask where should I meet Grab drivers near Phuket Airport so that I don't piss off the regular taxi drivers? Well, okay, quite easy. Um, when you apply to, to go with Grab, I think Bolt is also around these right. days, mm -hmm. they give you instructions of where to go because you can't be picked up at the actual airport terminal because, guess what? It's a monopoly. So Usually it's the parking lot, right? Uh, you, I think you actually walk out of the airport and it's just outside the airport and um, it's all quite sorted out. So if you do want to catch a grab uh, or a bolt, there are us there's usually instructions mm. as to where you go uh, to walk from the terminal outside the airport about two minutes. Hope, <coughs> hope it's not raining. Inflation right. update. And we'll do this before our next... Uh, <coughs> I feel I can survive. Uh, our next break. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> inflation update. Edit. So, inflation update. Thank you, Friso. So, uh, we've been talking about it this week. We've noticed that there have been prices going up across the board. And uh, it be interesting to hear from a restaurateur's point of view. But I noticed yesterday my favourite little drink, which is a bottle of soda water that mm. I buy numerous times a day, usually at one of the convenience stores. It has been uniformly nine baht for that bottle for as long as I can remember. Yesterday, it went up to 10 baht. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, shocking. Huh. Which means I'm not walking around with a whole lot of one baht coins. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But going up one baht, uh, whilst it might seem, that's still going up 11 or 12%. What have you noticed? going up in price i've actually noticed things becoming smaller shrinkflation shrinkflation which is is Very a thing point. that uh that i didn't know much about but it's happening a lot and it's completely unregulated so companies are just shrinking their sizes of the products if you go into let's say a restaurant also the dishes just can become smaller instead of the price going up right so shrinkflation is happening it's been happening for many, many years. Okay. But this is one way for companies and to actually, you know, reduce their costs but keep the prices the same as, as, as they I'm were. I'm thinking so. that restaurants that have to go and reprint all their menus, that yeah. must be an enormous cost. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, well, I mean, how are you going with food costs, Greg? Well, they're going up. No question about it. Um, yeah. As far as, like, beef, I sell some beef on the side as a hobby for people, my friends and... Uh, friends of friends uh, tenderloin that uh, that used to sell for 495 a kilo now is a thousand fifty so it's doubled in the last two years Ooh, right in two years in two years how about the last like three or four months have you noticed an increase in I the rise the, as far as the beef before was eight uh, I can go back in April was 895 and now it's a thousand fifty okay but chicken now as far as the actual use in restaurants um, Million eight, it costs me more now on chicken, 50 baht versus 80 baht. And most people say, oh, 80 baht. Well, we use 150 to 200 kilos a day. So when you do the math, the difference between 50 baht and 80 baht, and that's the reason we're even able to get it 80, I think in the stores it sells for 110, 115 baht. And I'm sure it's gone up dramatically then. Maybe it was 75 or 80 before, but for us, it's been a huge difference. And that amount of usage is a 1.8 million that comes to the bottom line, right? Uh, another one is oil, cooking oil. Everybody's been affected by that. We use rice oil 
uh, for the health benefits, and uh, that's gone from 40 baht to 60 baht. Oh, okay, and, that's a uh, big jump. But actually, that's very, very cheap compared to the retailer that, you know, the uh, person that's buying it for their home use. I think it's around 100, 110 baht a uh, liter, you know, so there's been a big jump there as well. And so that's 1.1 million to the bottom line. Uh, so yeah, we haven't raised our prices, but menus have to be coming out soon. Okay. So, yeah, it's an invariable. So. All right. So interesting uh, to get your impressions of that uh, and the shrinkflation. So many uh, mm. items are going up because sure. of the fuel prices, of course, too. So, yeah, and yeah. I noticed yesterday that the the cap on the diesel price in Thailand is going to go up to oh, thirty five baht. So that's just going to increase things a bit more as well. Right. Uh, any examples from the commenters, Carmel? There's one example from Lee Shepherd. He said that he agrees with the shrinkflation. The food stands that he frequently visits in Lamluka kept their prices nearly the same but the portion sizes just decreased yeah. by a lot so something to watch for and of course we would all, always be interested to hear your comments during the program uh, as we sort of cover inflation every day uh, now the next topic i was going to cover uh, uh, was the c word and um, I'll, i'm just going to do it quite briefly because yesterday a story came out from the bangkok governor who said that uh, he was concerned, this is in relation to the C word we can't talk about on YouTube because we get demonetized. And it's not cancer. It's not, <laughs> and, and it starts with C A double N. And it's got a B and an I and an S. Um, but uh, just, I'm going to short circuit this because I don't want to get into a long chat about it because there's a lot of confusion about this law that was announced last week the mm. people think right. it's all about decrim not only decriminalizing but legalizing the m word and the c word and there is quite a lot of confusion which is part of the reason we've got lawyers coming in over the next couple of days to try and explain it my understanding is that the confusion is the story and there's quite a lot of confusion about exactly what is being both decriminalized and legalized yesterday a story and i asked my writers not to write it because it said that a person had died mm. from an overdose of the c word now i found that highly unlikely right knowing what i, I i've read over the past 40 years at least about that particular product and uh it was also announced by the bangkok governor i believe he's retracted the story since and there was another three people admitted to hospital with the same sort of a situation of an overdose of the C word. Now, I don't believe this for a moment. I also just want to say that, of course, the Bangkok governor is coming from a different side of politics yes. than from Anaton, who's part of the coalition, the public health minister, whose Bumjai Thai party ran in the 2019 general election on the platform of legalising and decriminalising the C word. And all I can say is that, that this whole situation has got very, very little to do with a liberal Thai government making things easier for people to, uh, to enjoy the C word. And it's all to do with politics. But again, we'll cover that in more detail in the next couple of days. Just to any comments on uh, what's been happening? You, you've both noticed some things that have sort of been happening after last week's announcement. Don't say the C word. No, no, I, I just had to. <laughs> I just had to think. Um, well, I think I mean there's there's probably many motives why this is happening. Uh, I think for the economy of Thailand could be very good. You know, grow it, export it. I think coming from uh, the Netherlands myself, which is very you know, liberal on uh, the C word, growing up with the C word uh, myself, my friends, you know very easy to access. I think it's a very, very bad idea for Thailand to make it recreational, to make uh, it uh, accessible for everyone very easily. Because I know I grew up that way. It was, uh, it becomes part of your culture. You know, you grow up, you're young, you start smoking. Do you think it's uh, a bad so idea? Yeah, I think so, I think so. It's bad for kids 
uh, it's 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 it has many benefits, health benefits. So anything for medical use, yes, let's go. But recreational, you know, people buying it, you know, in like uh, you know the, the the coffee shop, so to say, right? Yeah. Not a good idea. I okay. think it doesn't bring any productivity to people. Uh, for kids studying, you know, being in school, being in university, having a uh, one a of those something, uh, of those in the morning before doing your high school exams. It all happens in in my own country, and I've seen that it's not a it's not a good thing. So I, I'm really I'm really opposed to it. Actually, I don't think it's okay. it's good at all. Interesting so, perspective, mm, Greg. I think I'll take the other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people do. Yeah, the, the, and the reason why is because the whole idea is is that families are going to be able to get more cash, right? And uh, they're going to export it. I don't know who they'll export it to, but. You know what is it? Two trillion dollars? They're they're talking about as far as who did the estimates? The TAT? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the reality is, is yes, there is a lot of money in in it, no question. And you know they gave out close to a million of these plants. And uh, at the end of the day, as you said, it is politics. But one side really is pushing for it, and. you know, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there where people think they can't smoke it because it has, uh, you know, they're worried about the uh, percentage, what is it, 0.02 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, smoking is totally legal. Uh, it's the extracts that you have to be concerned ah, okay. about. Okay, so yeah. th- that is the where a lot That's of the confusion lies. Exactly. Yeah. And the laws t- that specify exactly the, these situations are currently are being prepared to go through the lower right. house. Right. But they haven't gone through yet. And it will be interesting to see what the progress is going to be. They're going to have to have some guidelines published sooner rather than later mm. because at the moment people are running around with these very broad ob- objectives that have been announced last week. But without specifying about what you can and can't do. In the draft, they're talking about pregnant women can't uh, smoke, you can't sell it, and you can't do it under 20, right? So, and breastfeeding. Those are the only three no-nos. But it is basically because it is nothing official it's everything is Wild West right right now. Very Wild West. Everything is open. That's the reality. Sure. And I've always said if people want to uh, smoke or enjoy these things recreationally, they will anyway, despite what the law may or may not say. Right. Right. And they've been doing so forever, right? I mean, it's not that, you know, the C word hasn't been around. Yeah. Because it's been around all the time. Your concern is for young kids. I I really believe that. But if they don't sell to 20-year-olds. But, you know, I mean, you have your your brother and your uncle. (laughs) I know because, I mean, for me, that's what's high. Because you had a brother. I grew up like that, you know what I mean? I grew up like that. Is there going to be a C word taco? (laughs) You know, I've looked into it. Oh, (laughs) looking into it. But, But as you guys said, is... There's no taste to it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't and, get and, it. And you know, when you're doing the cookie or something like that, that nothing really happens. So, yeah, it's you know, it is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion on what is what and what makes you uh, feel certain ways. And other sure, so, I'm high on life and right, me too. And Love and, it, and bringing you the news every day. Moving right along. Do you need another break, uh, Chai? You would? You'd like another break? Okay, we're going to have a quick break and then we're going to come and have a quick talk about where the tourists are coming from at the moment. And Carmel is all ready to uh, read out thousands of your comments. That's all coming up. I've got Friso, I've got Greg, I've got me, we've got Carmel and Chai and Num lurking there in the background as well. And you're watching Good Morning Thailand. Good Morning Thailand gets up to 80,000 viewers per week and we'd like to weaponize our audience for you. That's right. So if you have a business or property or even your house that you'd like to sell. Private yacht? Yeah, it could, we could be in space. We're not sure about space. Well, all you have to do is contact us on info at the and you can hire us up to a day or even a week and we'll go to your property and do the show live. Good morning, Thailand. Coming your way. And welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have been here all the time, even though you had a very short break. Got Friso and Greg from the Bangkok Community Help Foundation with us today. And it uh, been great having them here talking about a range of things. 
now we're having a talk about where are the tourists coming from. By the way, we're going to get to your comments very, very soon. Uh, Carmel's got a whole list of them there. Uh, so, Air Asia, I always say, follow, see what the airlines are doing. See what flights they're introducing, because that tells you precisely where the tourists are coming from at the moment. Is it a bit of chicken or the egg? Maybe you need the flights before the tourists come, or you need the demand, and then the airline puts on the uh, the flights. Right. There's a bit of both of those. But AirAsia has just announced that uh, they're going to be putting on a lot more flights from India. India yeah. So it seems that uh, Indian people are coming to Thailand at the moment uh, for the purposes of tourism. And so the airlines are jumping on the bandwagon, mm. which sort of uh, will perpetuate that situation. So the question to you both uh, in your various spheres of work is where do you notice the tourists are coming from at the moment? Friso. Well, we were talking about it earlier. Not, not necessarily India. But again, it's all visually, right? I mean, we're, exactly. wa- we're on the streets, we're walking around, so it's just who do we see? And you know, maybe, maybe it just it just doesn't spring in the eye. But you know, generically, I think you know Westerners, because that's what I what what I really seen like quite quite a lot. A lot of Westerners. Uh, yeah. Okay. Where they're from? Not one hundred percent sure. Well, somebody uh, described them yesterday as white farang. Yeah, this we exactly. Uh, this, this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the I best. I don't like that term, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, as opposed to Oriental people. Right, right, right. Nah, right. It's, it's too much. It's, it's mostly <laughs> Europeans and Americans. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you've got the store. Who's coming in to buy a taco at the moment? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we have the expats, of course, our regular base. But as far as like uh, right up the street, Terminal Twenty One. Uh, location, uh, you'll see a lot of people from Europe and uh, America mm. there. You know, so uh, Indians really love tacos, and they actually have weddings, and we cater to those events. A Mexican but, uh, wedding, a Mexican Bollywood well, wedding. We're one of the we're one of the uh, uh, always the uh, vendors there. Yeah, along with the Indian food, but they they really are attracted to uh, Mexican, but. Uh, I don't see that many Indians compared to uh, Westerners. Certainly in my travels uh, to Phuket, which I do every week, uh, I have noticed uh, quite a, well, uh, definitely an increase of Indian people traveling on the planes. Maybe they're going to Phuket and the islands. Maybe. Either of you been to a Bollywood wedding? I use the word Bollywood uh, incorrectly. I mean, they're basically Indian weddings. Yeah. They, they will spend a lot of money. It's, it's I've cool. seen them with horses and Elephants, all that. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Horse? Where did you find a horse in Thailand? <laughs> yeah. a white a, horse I see with elephants and it was great you yeah. find horses in the tacos a lot of yeah. no that's <laughs> in, no, 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 that's no, no, incorrect no. that's yeah, incorrect that's, that's <laughs> an, uh, an idea oh that was uh, <laughs> Uh, by the way, just having a talk, I was going to cross to Carmel, but she's she's run off to the toilet. Oh, wow. Okay. So I won't do that. I was just going to quickly ask you, you have on your menu a, um, I don't, I'm not sure what you call it, a fake meat? Or yeah. What, well, actually, there's uh, two of them we have. We have Beyond. Beyond. Meat, which is very famous in the United States. And then we have another one that I, it's actually Omni Meat, which is produced in Hong Kong and Thailand. And I found Omni, that is so boring. So I renamed it because we put Mexican spices and stuff, and we renamed it Wonder, Wonder Meat. Because okay. it's one, wow, what is this? This is Wonder, you know? And it's actually about 10% of the uh, segment, you know? Uh, wow, so. because I mean, I've actually enjoyed the, I'm not sure if I'm having the Wonder Meat or the other one. Where it's buy one, get one? Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's like a crunch, right? That uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's good. A so lot the, of people, you like it too. Well, the, actually, I did uh, testing with. Uh, yeah, we did a lot yeah. of testing. testing. Yeah. These fake meat products have really, really improved over the years, such that uh, when I'm eating them, I, mean, I could be eating a, a high quality meat. They're, they're this is what he's always saying. He would never know. No. And ironically, uh, because we have to really be worried about the environment when we're feeding the homeless, with, you know, plastics and all that. We use the uh, Omni meat okay. to yeah. feed because. You know, it's a lot of meals, right? Twenty-five thousand so, so far, yeah. Yeah. So at, at, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be aware of what, and the people love it. Not what every day. There's people saying, "Wow, this is really great." Yeah, you know, I, so I, they I really, really enjoy, enjoy yeah. them. Yeah. 
Uh, so, um, Carmel, did you get a leave pass to run off to the toilet then? I, <laughs> you ruined the program. We were going to cross <laughs> to you. And I'm pretty sure I heard you guys enjoying though your conversation, so it, nothing was ruined. Carmel, <laughs> let's go to, uh, to the comments God. because yes. uh, well, I'm sure there's plenty of topics there to talk about and we look forward to, uh, to hearing what you've got to say and there might be a few questions as well. Yeah, first we're going to welcome two new members, Lee Shepard and Tom Photo Bensman. Thank you yeah. very Hello. much, new members. We Hi. really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the, uh, the membership chorus here at mm. the Tiger. <laughs> when you talked about the TM6 form, Captain Kremen said that there are other stupid bu bureaucrats who want to see the TM6, such as insurance companies. Uh, Salwan Dawadi said, why not waiving TM6 permanently? Yeah, I, I think I, it should. Yeah. But why would an insurance company want the TM6? Oh, because they're an insurance company, you know. It's just data, right? Some, some, some data, I guess. But it's in the computer anyway. You'd think so. Yeah, anything to do with paper these days, you think, come on, guys. I mean, it's, it, as you said, it's not 1986 anymore. Why don't they computerize a lot of this, uh, this nonsense at airports? Mm. Maybe it's that questionnaires that they ask on the back of the TM6. Like, what is your income? Yes, that's interesting. What's your profession? Yeah. 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 But again, you could put all that onto, uh, oh, interesting comment. Uh, you could put all those onto a, onto a phone. Yeah. And then there's going to be the people say, oh, but I don't have a smartphone. Okay, you're going to have to have a few bits of paper for that. Then it's paper. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes but sense. on the apps, you could have those survey questions. In fact, right. you could have voluntary survey information. They want to get information about where people are coming from, income groups, uh, spending habits, all that. You could put it all on an app. And when yeah. it's on an app, they can also track you. So that's a bonus. Know wherever you Allegedly. Are. Right. Yeah. That's good. Carmel. There are a few... <laughs> comments and questions for Frizo and Greg yeah. for their foundation. Mm. Super Billy Bob 53 said, nice of you to take the time to help others like this. Sa Prapapon said that you both are the real heroes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. We have a lot of volunteers. We have 500 volunteers. Ooh. That's astonishing. All yeah. heroes. Yeah. Good yeah. people. Yeah. And how do they volunteer? They, do they just go to your uh, platform? Facebook is the best way. Okay. And then we'll link them up to a line group. Yeah. Nice. Mackie said, fantastic work, gentlemen. We wish you all the best. Thank you. And then Thank Mandalik you. S. Rao asked, mm, why should the poorest community live in luxurious Sukhumvit and make their lives more miserable? Why can't they be shifted to a cheaper lo lo uh, localities through settlement colonies projects? That's an interesting question because the real estate yeah. of, of the Klongtoi slum is like prime right. Bangkok real estate. Why don't they move those people into all the better... District, yeah, of all the districts in Thailand, Klong Toy is the richest and the poorest. So there's an area where the port needs low-cost laborers, day laborers. And that's how it developed. Okay. And so, yes, the government wants to move those people, but it, then again, it's all politics. Those people... They have their own communities. There's 42 of them. They don't want to move. Yeah. And they've offered them 200,000 baht to move outside the city, New like four, 40 well. kilometers. And they said, well, you know, the 200,000 will be gone. And then what do we do, right? I yeah. noticed when I was driving down there last time, I drove past very close to the slum entrance, uh, a Lexus and a Land Rover dealership. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird situation, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. And it just sprouted out there. So, I mean, and now it's unstoppable. There's 140,000 people there yeah. that cannot be moved, that do not want to move. So it's too late. This is their uh, to stay. I mean, it's, it's but the government, they, they want to do another shopping mall there and a hospital. Of course yeah, they I mean, do. It's, like, it's, 70, it's 70 rye. So that's prime. And it's on the river, isn't it? Uh, it fronts the river? Yeah, because yeah. It's, yeah, it's the port. The port, so the, the you know everything's there. It's very very prime real estate. Yeah. Okay. Come. Okay. When we we're talking about the greens. The yeah, greens. Someone suggested to just say the greens. The greens. The C word. Uh huh. Okay. Smart. I'm so scared of accidentally saying it though. Don't say it. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> oh, that would be. When, when yeah. people when people were talking about the C word and, and you were talking about it as well, Ryan Bishop said no one has ever 
overdosed on the caramel plant. They just started filling in what C could mean. <laughs> caramel plant. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the point. When this announcement came out, I actually asked the writers, don't write this story because uh, I don't believe it. And it was heavily politicized and it has been retracted since. So we didn't uh, publish that story. We just mentioned it in passing this morning, just because I think it's uh, important as part of this uh, whole discussion that's going to be going on for months, if not years, about uh, how the C word and the possible uh, changes of legislation, decriminalisation or even legalisation are going to impact Thai society. So uh, we'll follow the story as we go. Carmel. Martin Bonner said that his wife tried to get on the application that you can use since the legalization and it's impossible to do anything on there as too many people are trying to mm. register yeah. well. yes there is an app uh, for the uh, the c word and I, I think it's i believe it's only in thai language at the moment 35 million oh, viewers have uh, gone to that site and that's I, a lot i think it was yeah. nine million people that wanted to sign up right? yeah yeah they yeah, already uh, have nine million that yeah, signed up yeah. so there's a lot of enthusiasm and interest but there's also a lot of confusion and we just want to make sure we've got uh, everything, mm, yeah. get, get all our Can you imagine in a row. nine million people growing pot here? Wow. Growing what? Oh. Growing pots of uh, plants. Plants and, and, and green. Yeah, sure. Yeah, green. <laughs> 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 you want We're to almost work. there. Oh, so close. Oh. <laughs> Carmel. The Animeister asked Can you imagine all of these motorbike taxis being all baked? Right. Would it Being be good what? for crossing the soys? Getting, um, you know. Oh. Ba- yeah. Happy. Yeah. yeah happy. Yeah. Well, oh, this is yeah. Exactly the point, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, motorbike taxis, I have to say, they do have a bit of a bad rap. But motorbike taxis, they are, are accused often of um, sort of being on uh, different mm, yeah. illicit substances that make them potentially feel good. Uh, I've actually never run into a motorbike taxi who I thought might have been no uh, and i use them a lot i did have one a few months ago who was at least 95 years old i offered to drive the bike for him he politely (laughs) refused Uh, but he wouldn't actually ride he was walking with the bike and i thought i'm never going to get there (laughs) so yeah that's the only problem i've had he wasn't on anything in particular but he was still doing his motorbike taxi how much will this help tourism the, the C word? Yeah, with the C word. Uh, look, I think it is so... Uh, if you are going to go on a holiday just to enjoy that, th- th- you can probably, in most cases, do it at home. Well, w- why would you come all the way? To, it's like people come to Thailand for the cheap beer. Really? Well, I mean, you know, if you, go, if you look at places like Singapore, Indonesia... Okay. You know, I mean, it's 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 unthinkable there, right? So I think there yes. will be a lot of people from there very interested to fly over and come and uh, you know do, uh, it, do it, I think recreational. If it could be weaponized as a, a tourist attraction, then uh, we'll so be it. We'll just have to see how that uh, sort of rolls out. But uh, I think at the moment we're in that phase where nobody's exactly sure mm-hmm. because the information that's come out so far has been very ambiguous. So, uh, well, there is no real laws right now. That's They're just the waiting. Yeah, we're waiting. Yeah, but during this time period, it's a wild west. It's, it's the wild west. west. Yeah. It literally <laughs> is. I mean, you're sending out millions of seeds already. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's whereas the where's the order? Uh, uh, Sixty days from now or whatever. Right. Who's going to go out and measure whether these plants have got over point two percent? Sure. They can't do that. A couple more comments, then we'll say uh, farewell for today. Carmel? Yeah, there's one more. You were wondering why would people come all the way here just to, you know, just for the greens. And Miami man in Thailand said that because it's Thailand, it just makes it a lot more attractive to come because there are mm-hmm. the places and you can, you know, right, right. do that. Oh, sure. yeah. The full moon party and all oh, that, yeah. that'll be... Uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amsterdam is a good example. What happened in the U.S. is a good example. States where, you know, they legalized the green. Right. They had a big festival just this last weekend. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think the full moon party, it'll be just... uh, Very full. Very full indeed. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All the way to the moon. Before we get ourselves (laughs) in any more trouble, uh, I do thank you both. Friso, thank you. Thank you. Greg, from the Bangkok Community Help Foundation. BangkokCommunityHelp.com, Bangkok Community Help Facebook, 
message them anyway, if you'd like yeah. to volunteer, message them if you would like to donate. They do amazing work. Thank uh, you. They're heroes and they're really leading up a, a group of other great heroes that have done some great work over the two years and are now using the uh, initial work they've done to grow into uh, a long-standing assistance to the impoverished around uh, Bangkok. So thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. And if you want 24-hour tacos, you know where to go. Yes. I'm, I know where I'm going for lunch. <laughs> okay, I'll be in a half-hour queue, apparently. Do I get front front of the queue? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I better, otherwise <laughs> there'll be hell to pay. Carmel, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Carmel. Chai, thank you very much. And Norm, uh, who's been lurking behind, thank you very much. <laughs> My name's Tim New, and Jet will be back with... What's it called? Thailand News Today later. Uh, he'll be on at six Thai time. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow with Jet here. And he's going to be here Thursday and Friday, also joined by two different lawyers over the next two days. That's all coming up. But uh, for me, thank you very much for giving us your time over the past 40 or 50 minutes. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs>